You've spent an entire career fighting fires and rescuing the injured, sick, and dying. But that's all over now. What do you do when the sirens stop, you've hung up your gear, and you walk out of the firehouse for the last time? What do you do with your life when the smoke clears? Being a firefighter is addictive. When a typical day at the office might include fighting a structure fire, extricating people from a car accident, performing CPR on a gunshot wound victim, or giving life-saving medication to someone who is overdosed on drugs, it's easy to become a bit obsessed with a job. But eventually, the day will come when the sirens will stop, you'll hang up your turnout gear and helmet, and you'll walk out of the firehouse door for the last time. Now what? When the Smoke Clears is a podcast where we talk to retired firefighters about their lives after they stopped away from the fire service. How the years of crawling down smoke-filled hallways, constant sleep deprivation, and seeing humans constantly in desperate need affected their minds, their bodies, their outlook on life. What have they learned from decades of helping others on the worst day of their lives? How have they changed? How were the families affected by their former career? What drives them now to get out of bed and face a new day? What lessons would they share with new firefighters and firefighters about to retire? My name is Russell Miles. And I am Tony Ben Cosme. We're both firefighters who have been on the job for several decades. And we're coming together to present you with When the Smoke Clears podcast. So, yes, we are here recording this podcast. And before we get into the meat and potatoes of it, we wanted to talk a little bit about who we are. So my name is Russ. I've been in the fire service for 18 years. I am a newly promoted lieutenant. Uh, I'm a float lieutenant, which means that I don't have a home station. I bounce all around and I work with different crews on different days. Wherever there is a need, that's where I work. And I had the privilege of working under Tony uh, for about eight years, I'd say. Yeah, roughly, I got, yeah. Got, yeah, I got to be his uh, his primary driver on the fire truck. Good days. Yeah, good we times. had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yes, good times. Yes, so that's me. Who are you, Tony? Uh, okay, well, I am a uh, captain with Montgomery County Fire and Rescue Services. Is right outside of Maryland, Montgomery County. It's a jurisdiction right outside of D.C. Um. I've been a captain for about uh, 10 years. I've been in the fire service for 31 years. So I'm a bit along in the tooth here. Um, I've done a multitude of things in my career. I've been uh, collapse rescue, hazmat for the majority. I've worked at uh, nearly all the stations in Montgomery County. I've been stationed at at least eight different stations. So I've, I've worked uh, as a safety officer also. So I've done a little bit of everything. Um, my career spans uh, several decades, and um, yeah, I've learned a lot, and I'm um, looking forward to sharing some of my experience with the listeners. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. So we are here talking about when the smoke clears. Now, what brought about the idea for this podcast? Yeah, it's pretty funny you say that. We we talked about it a lot at at work. There's a um, 
we rarely hear about individuals when they retire in passing, I would say. Um, we know for a fact that uh, uh, there's issues, there's things that we deal with as far as the stress related to this job, the physical part of this job. We know that's that w- what we're dealing with there, uh, but we don't know as of yet, or we haven't had a good uh, reference point to know what happens when you leave. What are the next steps? Um, I know Russ knows it as well that uh, we've been in contact with several individuals that struggle with those next steps. How do do you feel your day? What purpose um, gets you out of bed? And hopefully in this podcast, we can discuss with some retirees. We're going to interview some retirees, some some people that have just recently got out of a job, been out out of a job for a while, several ranks. And just let them uh, explain their transition from being a person that's looked on to make decisions in life-threatening situations to just an ordinary Joe out there trying to make it in the world. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We've, we've talked a lot about this. And the fire service is so all-encompassing. I mean, you find brotherhood here. You find meaning in helping people on the worst days of their lives, you get to do some incredibly exciting things that a fraction of people on this planet get to experience. Uh, You get to risk your life in all types of situations and you never know what a day is going to bring. You never know how you're going to help someone. You never know what situations you're going to find yourself in. And that kind of lifestyle is, is tremendously addicting, I would say. And when guys come to the end of their career and it's time to hang up your gear, it's time to walk away from the firehouse, walk away from that brotherhood, walk away from that sense of meaning and purpose. I think that can be a really hard transition. I think that can leave guys and girls empty and they find themselves asking, well, now what? I was this important person for however many decades. I I got to do this big, meaningful work, and now I'm without that. Yeah, it's it's a big hole to fill. Um, The whole idea, uh, as you make your way out of the fire service, is to prepare yourself, but I don't think you're truly prepared kind of sort of it's very similar to your first day coming into fire service a lot of unknowns people tell you what it's like but until you experience it yourself it's hard to um tell somebody exactly the experiences involved it's kind of something you got to go through and there uh i've been told uh several layers to um your emotional state or once you leave the fire service Obviously, you're very giddy that you've uh, achieved this this milestone. I mean, it, it, it is it is pretty remarkable that you made it 20, 25, 30 years in a very stressful, uh, physically demanding job where you risk your life and your your mental livelihood uh, to to um, do something else that doesn't necessarily require that much. Uh, from you in that aspect. And it is adrenaline rush. Let's not, uh, there is an adrenaline 
kick to it that a lot of firefighters and EMTs and EMS personnel around the country and around the world know that it, there's a sense of accomplishment after a job well done or you save a patient or you rescue someone. Yeah. Um, it's hard to replace that feeling with something else. It's, uh, it's, it's similar to, I guess, professional athletes that, you know, the, 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 the uh, adulation of, of the crowd they get or entertainers, it's very addictive. Um, and when you don't have that anymore, when you don't have a purpose, uh, it gets difficult to just merely exist. And it has nothing to do with your family. This is uh, this is an inner struggle. Yeah. And yeah. hopefully in this podcast, we can bring some light to this and help some individuals that are listening to this right now that uh, to tell them, listen, uh, brother, sister, you're not alone. Um, we're listening to you. Um, we want to help. And if we can help others with the people that we interview here, then it's uh, it's well worth the time that we've put into this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the exact same way. I, I think that I think about the many men and women that I've seen be fortunate enough to get to retirement and retire and move on. I've wondered a lot. Okay. They meant so much to so many of us in the fire service that they were looked up to as this incredible firefighter, very knowledgeable, very intelligent, very well respected, many of them. And then they leave and now they don't have that. And I've always wondered, okay, so how are they coping with that? How are they dealing with um, being whoever they are, but not a firefighter anymore? What are they going to do? Where are they going to go? And I'm sure they have some plans of that, whether it's to stay where they are or move away or get another job or just be retired. But I've wondered what's going on in their heads. How are they dealing with transitioning to this, this new part of their life? And like you said, if we can help anyone who is about to retire or who is thinking about retiring, or maybe they're a few years out, or maybe the new firefighter who, who's not even thinking about retiring at all, but can give them some things to think about. Maybe they can set some things in motion to help set themselves up for whenever they do retire, that they'll be in a much better place. If we can do any of that, then I count this as a win. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. I mean, there uh, a lot of um, jurisdictions have uh, mental health um, <clears throat> uh, programs uh, um, for their employees, but we don't do real well with that. We 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 do reach out, say we need help. Some of us do, some of us do not, and um, you know, it's one of those things. It's little by little at first and then all at once and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it just, that's the way it happens. And um, you're right. I think that uh, in this podcast, I hope we can reach, we can uh, reach people that, um, that are, might be going through some stuff by themselves um, uh, and can hear us and say, okay, well maybe these, this is the time that I need to reach out to get help 
or um, that individual that just interviewed sounds like a similar situation than I have. Um, that's my hope. And the truth is that as many people that are struggling, there are some people that are thriving. Um, we have to remember, and, and I often say this a lot, and I've heard this a lot too, you know, one door uh, closes, another one open. I mean, uh, this is just a chapter in your life, a major one, a large one. Um, but you can go on and do big things after you retire. And we have several that I've seen employees um, uh, that I've known that have done some pretty remarkable things after retired. Nonetheless, yeah. even though they did those remarkable things, it was a struggle. Mm. And it's still an unknown. You know, no one, no one really comes back and tells you or comes back to tell other employees, well, this is the way it was. Uh, sometimes I've talked to individuals that tell me, but they don't share it with too many people. So yeah, this, this is the purpose of this podcast. So I hope it helped out people with that. Yeah. And speaking of retirement, you're close to retirement, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, two years left. Um, before I retire, uh, yeah, it's, I'm having this conversation out loud, I guess uh, that's in my head so everyone can hear. And, and I don't mind doing it. Um, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a struggle, but it's, it's definitely becoming a larger part of my thinking process as I get closer to the end of my career. I have plans of course, but everyone does. And to replace what I've done here will be nearly impossible. I don't think I can ever replace uh, the career. It was such a huge part of my life. Um, it, it's basically who I was for the better part of my life. Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to replace it. I don't think anybody replaces it. But you get something that gives you somewhat of the same satisfactions that you received here, if that makes any sense. Because... Uh, it'd be asking a lot to replace that. I mean, you probably could, but it's it's a, it's a major ask and you got to temper your expectations and you got to give yourself some credit. You survived a very uh, risk, riskful job and you come out on the other end, but it's still life and you still got to go through it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to my retirement actually. Uh, looking forward to getting some sleep. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, but I also uh, like to think about some of the younger guys like yourself, even though you don't have, you're not a super young guy, but you've been in almost 20 years. Uh, you've seen a lot um, and you're coming to the, to the beginning of thinking of retirement. What's your thought process coming to this point where you're starting to transition from more of the upper start to more of the established look, I uh, look at you for leadership guy. Yeah. Um, so God willing, I, I've got maybe another 13 years ahead of me. At least that's part of my plan. And yeah, I've uh, talked with my wife about our plans for retirement, but that's for me, that's in the distant future. Uh, I, I think about retirement, but it, it's not something that is nearly on my mind as I'm sure it is for you. But I I learned this from my wife. My wife is a tremendous planner. Like she plans so well for our family, for our children, and for our household. And of course, that's why we've had a lot of talks about retirement, because we want to plan and take the steps that we can now to set ourselves up 
for success. And so I am looking at this podcast as a chance to learn from where you're at and the plans that you're making and the things that our guests have gone through, have experienced. I'm sure the good things that they've experienced and the challenging things that they've experienced now on the other side of this career. And I want to learn from that. And I want to put into place any advice that they have that helps me and and my situation. And I want to learn from their experiences because that that's a huge part of the fire service too, is we pass on lessons learned so that people don't have to repeat um, mistakes or challenging situations that they don't have to put themselves in. We learn from people who have been there and done that. And I want to do that. Uh, Cause these people, the ones that I knew, they were a big part of my uh, fire service career in terms of looking at them and seeing how they molded their career and the knowledge, skills, and abilities that they gained and how they passed those on to us, the young firefighters. And I want to continue that. I want to learn from what they've learned in retirement and do those good things so that I can be better for it. And that uh, hopefully all of our listeners who are in that position can be better for it as well. Yeah. We always uh, think of the, uh, of retirement as a time of uh, that is the goal, right? That is the, it's way out there, especially when I was younger, it was just this, this almost, I wouldn't say unachievable, but it was so far in the distance. Right. Right. And, you know, you got to start doing your homework and thinking about this, maybe, I don't know, 10 years out, five years out, have an idea. But I mean, we're very fortunate where we work at the jurisdiction we work at that our retirement's fully funded. It's, it's, um, we have a pension. Um, a lot of us have other financial things that we're doing. And the truth is that sometimes people can't retire for a multitude of reasons. Uh, yeah. It's like when you, when it, it, uh, retirement is one of those things, it's very personal, very individual. Each case is extremely different. Um, who they listen to, who they talk to, how they're influenced, what decisions they make. You know, it shouldn't be an emotional one, but yes, people retire emotionally. You know that you've seen oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah. They're, they retire too early or too late or, you know, it, just, there's everybody, everybody uh, uh, has a plan. that's a little different and very personalized to themselves. So yeah, uh, it is something everybody should be talk, talking to them, to their family about and thinking about. Uh, but sometimes it, it doesn't play a role as a bigger role, obviously when you're younger than when you get older, I mean, it's in the forefront of your mind Yeah, when you get older. Yeah. But, yeah, and this uh this career goes by so fast. I mean, from the time that you finish your rookie time to you start taking your classes to move on to the next rank and you find a firehouse hopefully that you like and you spend some years there and you learn how to drive different breeds of apparatus and maybe the next thing you know you're studying for a promotional tests and before you know it, five years have gone by and then 10 years have gone by and then 15 years have gone by. And now you're, you're really starting to think about retirement because 
the, the time goes by so fast. So as much as we, the, the younger generation thinks that, oh, no, retirement's not something that I, I need to even worry about or have on my radar. Well, it, it's going to be here before you know it. Because I, I can't believe that that I've got 18 years on the job and, and I, I've got more years behind me than I do in front of me. Yeah, I remember when you got hired. Yeah, it's crazy. I've been around so long. You know, oh, Jesus Christ uh, works up. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's it's yeah no it's it's i remember coming in also and seeing a lot of the senior guys and wondering wow i'll I'll never get there but i mean everybody does that right yeah everybody sees the senior guys like how you know and time goes by i mean it's constant you know the constant change the way we did the fire service when i got hired 31 years ago is nothing nothing absolutely nothing the way they do it here there's some basics that still remain the same but a lot of it has changed yeah some for the good some for the not so good, but more or less changes is, is uh, a constant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I, I think that uh, it's a good opportunity. And I'm glad we, uh, we're trying to get this podcast started. It's a great opportunity to get information out to the, to, to the people that want to hear it. Just another source of information. And hopefully we can provide that for people. And this is a work in progress. We're trying to get our act together. We've never, we've never podcast before. So this is me and Russ's first time doing this. So we look forward to learning and um, and also teaching and uh, sharing information that we learn with uh, with the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone out there that has anything on their minds that they want to talk to us about or if they want to reach out to us, please do. We are more than welcome to uh, interact with you and talk with you and help in any way that we can. Okay, with that being said, thank you again for being with us. This is our first one. Uh, Hopefully many to follow. Yep. Take care. Take care, y'all.